Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever episode of Haunters. I am Nick Pearl. With me, forever in time, he is my co-companion in life, my life partner, Mr. Zach Hilton. He lives. Well, hello, Nicholas. It's good to hear from you. It is great to hear from you, my friend. Uh, we are here. <laughs> we are here doing this show because we are two dudes that absolutely love Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. We are big. Uh, I, I I don't even know what the word would be for that. I think we're haunters. Oh, <laughs> yes. The name of our show, the name that we named it. We are haunters. There you go. Uh, That's right. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, this past year, I know you and myself, we traveled down to Universal. We got to see Halloween Horror Nights 28. We've been to them. I know this was my third year. What was this for you again? This was like number this seven? This was like eight. Eight. Eight, all right. Yeah. Because you've been going back since, like, what? I've been going Halloween? back since 2009. Oh, okay. Okay. And that was a Halloween yeah. house, right? I think that year they had a Halloween uh, house. No, no. Halloween didn't jump up until a uh, few years back, like 2014. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so you are a seasoned veteran, as I called it when we were down there in Florida this year. I am no longer a noob to this uh, third year. I feel like I'm a junior, although I had some moments throughout the course of the night that didn't exactly scream you've been here before. Uh, we'll get into that, though, a little bit later on in the scare zones. But yeah. I, I guess let's just jump into this, man. Let's let's start reviewing some of these houses. I know it was a big year for Universal. They had 10 houses this year, a lot of original houses, and that's kind of where I think we should start today, uh, Zach. I think we should start with one of those original houses, the first house we got to walk through, Slaughter Cinema. Yeah, Slaughter Cinema has been actually my most anticipated going into Halloween Horror Nights because, you know, there's a lot of fans, especially the Flor Floridians, if you want to call them. Um, they they absolutely dig the original houses, which I understand, and the IP houses are what brings like people from uh, us to the dance. Um, but this year is the first year that, for me, the original house of Slaughter Cinema, like, grasped me, grasped me immediately because it was like all these grindhouse-style movies that can't sustain a whole house. They get these individual rooms, and you go through each movie, and they scare the crap out of you. Yeah, they do. They do a really good job at scaring the crap out of you through there. But I, I have to agree with you. This this was a very anticipated house for me. Uh, I have a huge love for movies. I know you do as well, Zach. Uh, like, so this was playing on a lot of my loves already in that in that grindhouse style film feature. Uh, just those really B-grade movies, but what I really loved about this house was the design, the detail, the fact that they showed you the trailers to the movies that you're about to walk through before you go into this house while you're waiting in line on an old school drive-in movie theater screen. Uh, and, and it even plays some of these films or play off of some of their original stuff from years past, like The Hive 2. Right, right. Um, I absolutely love the facade at the beginning of the house showing the oh, trailers. And so I mean, great. like, we went through 
it uh, during the daytime and we couldn't see the trailers which made us want to go back through the night um, and we did return and we got to see it and leading into the house what really got me you're was gonna say what i the think pop- gonna- yeah the popcorn smell the popcorn smell like what the hell that was that was the craziest fog machine effect possible because when you're walking up there the first thing you're walking up into is is the concession area and you've got the sign right there and you literally smell popcorn it may, we had the popcorn bucket for universal and after we got out yeah. of that house we were terrified but we were like we need some popcorn now like, it yeah, made us exactly. hungry um, and what was pretty awesome is that right immediately they get you because they have this movie poster on the left and it opens up and this scare actor who's dressed like an old kung fu master with some like long nails reaches out and tries to grab you. And if you've never been to Halloween Horror Nights, what's really great about them is that they don't touch you. They can't touch you. Yes. That's just the deal. But they get so close and throughout all our reviews through this entire year I'm going to tell you about each time that we like I felt like it was going to cross some lines and let me tell you they hovered over them but this house as a whole is just terrific because each room had a movie poster and you can hear uh, th- like did you notice the little speaker like yes. if you had your car yes. like that was so awesome and I just every time I go through one of these mashup houses and to go back really quickly uh to my first year what my favorite house was a mashup house but we'll we'll talk about that in a later episode um but this was just awesome because i loved the wolf dogs uh on bikes i loved uh the demon baby and um the sacrifice sorority or whatever it was like yes. they literally went all out in each room there was uh, the attention to detail is something that makes the trips to universal the reason why we do it every year uh, it, it's just so fantastic what they do in each of these houses i have to say though my favorite was essentially we got a great ghoulies movie in there with the little like <laughs> that 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 had me I, I fell in love at that moment I fell in love and then I screamed very loud that I kind of lost my voice to start the night off <laughs> but I yeah, loved that I thought I thought it was a critters movie like I thought they did a really good job with the fake critters yeah 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 it, it was oh it was fantastic what they did over there I, I and I won't spoil the ending of it, but I just remember I was leading in the house and when we got to that final mm-hmm. movie I was like oh that's it. And I left you guys back there in that house to die. Uh, I left the child in our group to die as well, the young (laughs) one that was with us, because he was right behind me, because whatever came at me, I know what it was, I I just don't want to say it, but what came at me, and like you said, there were moments where you thought those lines were going to be crossed, because they can't touch you, they can't mess with you too hard, but he got so close to me and scared me so good that I know... Orlando's finest when I came running out of that house were looking at me and going oh great it's going to be one of those nights (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and you know it got me on the second time around and I just love the budget like I never complain about how much these events cost because they put so much effort time and money in the costumes and the event itself that 
that last scare is why I prefer it over other haunts that I've been to. Uh, but you know, that's kind of where the show is going to lead the show us other haunts like oh, yeah. horror nights. Um, but from there we went to uh, seeds of extinction, which was my least looking forward house of the entire event. And I was kind of surprised how well it scared me. Uh, it, yeah, I have to agree with you. Going into this, I mean, you mentioned it. People down there in Florida, they love the original houses, but the IPs are what help drive you and me down there. Uh, right. But uh, they did a really good job with this. It wasn't one of my personal favorites, but it did a great job at scaring me. Again, the set pieces for this house alone were just absolutely fantastic. Leading up to the house... You get that feel that you really are heading into this cataclysmic area where the meteor struck down and, and the roots have taken ground. Like they, the attention to detail, again, I will say this throughout every one of these podcasts that we do, uh, specifically for Universal, the attention to detail is so amazing. And a house like this really, it amplifies the scares. Yeah. Well, I've been to a few of these kind of haunts where, you know, they use guys dressed in like weeds and stuff like that. And that's what I expected going into this, which is why I was pleasantly surprised. They had little like plants and I'm imagining they're puppets or whatever. Yes. But the fact that like that's what was mainly trying to scare you like legitimate plants and don't get it twisted they did have those men's dressed up trying to scare you because there's one point where we're going through a convenience store and it's <laughs> yeah. all taken over by plants and i'm just like oh this is so awesome this is great oh look at those those little baskets right there i wonder if they're real and i reach down to touch because universal allows you to touch its scenery and most times like they don't usually like hey hey hands off things they want you to be immersed and i went down tried to grab the uh the basket for the convenience store and this giant seaweed man came out and scared the bejesus out of me i mean it got me good probably top five scare of the night yeah they did uh again uh, you mentioned the plants and it's crazy how something like this they're capable of putting something so innocent and so sweet and so amazing in this house these plants but they managed to get the scares out of you with only a plant yeah, it's pretty much the better version of the happening. It is. It is. This is what <laughs> M. Knight wished he did. M. Knight is going to walk through this house and go, oh, no, this oh, is no. what I should have done. Damn you, <laughs> this Mark This is why Wahlberg. I'm doing Unbreakable sequels. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think we both can agree. Seeds was a very good house. Definitely worth a check out when you go down there. Fantastically. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to say it at the end, but spoilers, they do 10 houses and granted, I didn't go through one, but we'll talk about that later. But out of all nine houses that I went through, all of them are good. And that never happens. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you in the fact that we didn't get to go through one. I'm impressed that we were able to do as much as we did in one night, because I will kind of preface this now. You might want to do two nights with this one. You might want to take your time because I, not that we felt rushed because we we timed it very well. But and we could have hit that last house, but we could have. We were we were so exhausted by that point from all the scares that I think if we had that second night and may, if you maybe do that second night, it could help things out a little bit. But either way, from seeds we move on to a house that I had very low expectations for. 
and ended up fully enjoying, and that is the horrors of Blumhouse, which essentially was Happy Death Day and the first Purge, and... Uh, you guys asked me to lead this one because I am a Blumhouse fan. I have seen both of these movies. Uh, you guys, I know you saw Happy Death Day, but you didn't see the first Purge. So I had to fill you in a little bit on the first Purge stuff, but I like this house. I did find the Happy Death, Death Day stuff to be a little repetitive because it's kind of, you just going from room that's to room watching That's the gimmick of the move. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know, I know that's the gimmick of the movie, but it was like, okay, as a haunted house, the, the gimmick is, you know starting to run its course but right as it's starting to run its course you walk through those chains and now you are in staten island and i have to say that this is the first time in the years that i've gone they've been doing the purge every year since i've gone this is the first time i enjoyed the purge um yeah i'll start with the purge and i'll walk backwards but um I agree with you. This is the first time that they've done a purge house where it actually felt like I was in a, the movie and effective because I've always felt that their purge scare zones are great because that's how like I imagine the movies are where, you know, you're just in the big city because universal has New York city and that's where they place it. And like they have these shows where they're really purging and killing people and stuff like that. And I think that's a great idea. So how do you pull it off in a movie It or from the movie into a house? Uh, you know, maybe the first, pur- not the new first purge, but the actual original purge movie works as a house because you're only in a house. Um, but ever since that one, they haven't done it justice. But this is the first time that it, it actually got me because there were some really creepy uh, scenery. Uh, the people dressed up really got me. At least I've seen the trailer, so I know, oh, that guy's from the trailer. I know him. Uh, so it works out. I enjoyed it uh, a, a little bit more than usual. But I enjoyed Happy Death Day because I enjoy that movie. And I get where you're coming from, where the repetitiveness, but that is the gimmick. And at least he kept coming out of different areas. Yes. And there was one point in this where I was ahead of my family and no one was <laughs> behind me. And I turned around to go get them. And then I scared them, turned around, and he was in my face. I don't think I screamed so loud in my life. Uh, I think there's another moment in the night where you did, but we'll cover that in the next episode where you scream that loud. (laughs) 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 So you're going to want to check out the next episode for sure. But no, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not hating on the happy death day thing. It just, it was, it was cute. It was clever. It does work. You are right. It is the gimmick. I should give it a little bit of slack for that, but it it Mm. was just, it was like, okay, I get it. It's a repetitive movie. It's a repetitive scare. Where's the next? Uh, but either way, that. either way, Blumhouse did overexceed because again, like I said, going well, Blumhouse in, this year was better than Blumhouse last year. Exactly. Every year that that we had been there with something Blumhouse, I felt very underwhelmed. Like you liked the Purge as a scare zone. I felt it was kind of like okay, it's it's here. Yeah, it's kind of scary, but mm, whatever. Moving on. Right. It, it doesn't feel that scary to me. Like I'm more scared by the chainsaws I get every year at, at Krusty Land, but uh, right. <laughs> well, they just like last year's um, Blumhouse. I just felt like was a placement holder, and then the Purge that we went to a few years back. Remember, it was originally supposed to be a screen yes. house, 
and then uh, whatever happened happened. So they were like they were rushed. running around with their heads cut off trying to figure out what to do. And I think they were originally going to have a scare zone for Purge, but changed it into a house last minute. Yeah, because we had talked about that one uh, after we walked through it that year where we were like, you know, if they had longer than like two weeks to put this house together before opening night, it probably would have been a lot better than this. But exactly. Uh, either way, Blumhouse... I know it's not getting a lot of love this year. I see those wait times out there for things like Stranger Things that we'll get to in a little bit uh, and the other IPs, but it's definitely worth a check out. You will enjoy the Blumhouse house, a house that I did enjoy but felt was underwhelming, and I don't know how you feel about it, was Trick or Treat. Um, Trick or Treat was highly underwhelming because, what was it, last year they had a scare zone. And the scare zone, from what I saw, was just amazing. Like, you're walking through scenes, Sam's out there, the kids and stuff like that are trying to scare you, and it really fit the mold. Um, And the house, going through the house itself, they did a good job of doing each scene in the movie but for some reason i don't think they had enough scares it was more of an homage house than an actual scare house and i enjoyed going through it i enjoyed looking at it but it for me it's probably the lowest house of the night it's funny everything you just said essentially sums up how I feel about that house. It was very homage more so than the scares. It was a lot of it was a love song for Sam and the movie. So if you are a huge fan of that movie, you will like this house. Like don't get me wrong, I like I like that movie. I watched that movie. I enjoy that movie. I want to watch it again this year for Halloween. And I enjoyed the house, but I just going in for scares, if you're looking for something that's more, you know, I don't want to say I don't want to t- say that any of these houses don't have scares to them, but if you're looking for maybe that downtrodden scare because you are like petrified after slaughter or seeds or Blumhouse, this was a good house to kind of walk through because it's like, oh hey, I remember this scene. Hey, look at Sam. Hey, look at that. Oh, I remember this part. Right. Yeah. No, this house is definitely the like if you want to dip your toes in the pool before you actually go into serious mode with the rest of the events, then go ahead, do that. Um, because it is the make or break of what the night's going to be for you. But for a guy that loves the movie and the collector's edition of the movie is about to come out. So, you know, I'm going to have to get that. I think it did but, come out. Yeah. Oh, it came out. I'm pretty sure it came out this week. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I just, I just think that going through it, if you're not a fan of the products of the IP itself, you may just walk out being like, all right, that was fine, I guess. Yeah. What but, was that? You know. Yeah. But especially if you haven't seen that movie, you're probably going to walk through it and go, what was that? What was yeah, that supposed to because be? Because they do some good things like the, the bus scene with oh, the kids who beautiful. That, yeah, that was, you know, I like that you go through two parts of it. Like, you see the bottom half, then you see the top half. Like, that's really good. They use Sam really well throughout it. You And then at the end, spoilers, you know, you get a Damask Sam. But, and he's coming at you to scare you. But, like, I just feel maybe a few more scares. I watched yeah. the video on Hollywood's uh, Halloween Horror Nights, yes. and I'm not going to say their trick-or-treat house was better, but it's definitely different, and I wonder if it plays better. 
hmm, we might have to take that trip out to Los Angeles sometime soon and try and do that house before the season's out. Uh, That's right, baby. <laughs> Patreon, $1. <laughs> yes, by the way, this is the moment of the first episode where we tell you, pay for our Patreon to send us to Universal Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, oh, my God, I love it. Uh, I, th- I think we've pretty much covered Trick or Treat. It's a good house. It's yeah. fun. It's a good time. But uh, if you don't know the film, you might be a little confused by it. Uh, the other one that we have to dive into that I know we're going to spend a lot of time on the other IP, the biggest IP that had, I believe it got up to a 90-minute wait the night we were there. I know I've seen two-hour waits for this house. Stranger Things. Yes. I, I I mean, I will let you take the floor first on this one. I know I had the Stranger Things shirt on that night. I know I led the house, but I want to get your thoughts on this one. Well, you know, this is the first house they announced, and I'm not going to lie. I geeked out when they announced it because usually well at least for the past few years the uh, the biggest houses that they have announced are like classics which i love don't get it twisted the shining which we're still walking in by yeah the we way. are still walking um, through that one <laughs> but um the exorcist you know they they did some real classics halloween the one year um the original one so they've done classic movies as their big big ones and all through leading up to this year i've been wondering what it would be and actually it was one of the houses that I was thinking was going to be the big one since it was such a massive hit. I think everybody um, was on board with for it thinking it has to be it has to be it the movie yeah, has exactly. to be <laughs> I know it gets very confusing <laughs> every time you say it <laughs> take a shot <laughs> but then but then out of nowhere they announced Stranger Things and the video for it was amazing oh. where like they took the universal arch and they spun it upside down and such I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it I, I'm, um, I'm seeing that image in my head thank you you are you're just picturing the rock feeling his arms <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was really looking forward to this house and, you know, I really stayed away from this one from watching on reviews and stuff like that, just because I wanted my own take on it. And I think they nailed the hell out of doing a complete run through of the highest moments of the season. Like so much. So you walk in and it's the laboratory of the very first scene of the show. And you know, it's the scene where the, the doctor gets pulled up in the elevator and they do a good job with that. But then you walk through the title screen and it's doing stranger things up top right there. This house had me. Yeah, they they uh they spared no expense as they usually uh do at Universal. They they definitely lay the money out there and they do it right. And this house for me, as a fan of that show, now I, I do want to say it is only season one. They only cover season one, so if you happen to be one of those crazy people that didn't like season one but like season two, you're gonna be disappointed. But <laughs> I, I think I think universally we all love that show. Uh and this house plays off of that love for that show. It does at times play a little bit like a homage to the show, the way Trick or Treat does, but what Stranger Thing has, it has the scares. It has the moments. It has, like I actually, at one point, was so scared by a demigorgon that I jumped and I hit one of the set pieces and hurt my arm. The <laughs> first time I have ever done this in any haunted attraction or house or anywhere. I've been through how many of those houses now, and that's what I mean by... 
I, I had those moments where even as a third year now vet to this thing, I had those freshman moments of I should have known better and done better there. Well, that's the glorious thing about Universal Halloween Horror Nights is the fact that, you know, I, I've gone so many times, but I can guarantee you every single time I go, I'm not going to be able to, like, point out where someone's going to be, where this next scare is going to come from. Just because, like, you're so entranced in where you are and it's so loud and it's like they do such a good job. And like you said, it is an homage just like Trick or Treat, but what they had in this one are Demigorgon. Yep. And they had and they the had a good number of such them. an iconic Yes, exactly. And it's so scary that when these creatures come up to you, they're going to get you. Like we were near the end of the house and Brooke is walking in front of me and all of a sudden out of like practically the end of the house a demigorgon comes out of like a curtain, not even a part of the house, I believe, and almost again touches her, like wraps around, like he's about to grab her and take her to the upside down. <laughs> and she is so petrified in fear that when we left the house, she had to take a minute and sit on the wall. Like <laughs> I have never seen that happen. Like I was in shock almost of no, seeing yeah. her reaction and I wasn't even the one scared. No, no, no. Your your wife Brooke is pretty uh is pretty tough and I know that house got her pretty good and it got me pretty good. And, and it's funny cuz going into that house I was told by people prior like uh, it's good. It's very fun. It's not going to scare you that hard. And I walked out and I was like, you guys are crazy. This house, it, I don't know what it was, but something about that house worked so well, scared me right to my core. And they did a great job at getting me and just putting me in the sense of, okay, I have a moment of ease. No, I don't have a moment of ease. I have five demigorgons about to kill me. Absolutely. And that's what like and how I was kind of saying earlier where I feel like, you know, the people that go so much the veterans, they don't want to admit that the IP houses are as scary as the originals because, you know, Universal's yeah. originals are the best. Whatever, guys. Pinky's out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like Stranger Things was scary it's not the scariest house that's going to be on next episode yeah <laughs> but for me for me the scariest house i don't know if it is for you but um no stranger things delivered probably tenfold because i wanted it to be good and it was great uh yes i wanted it to be good i feared that my excitement going in would be kind of i'd hype it up too much in my head i'd have this whole thing because uh i also am that guy that i know we went to the park and we were around the park you know for two afternoons prior to actually being at horror nights but i try to avoid a lot of stuff leading up to it i'll listen to some things but i'll try to avoid actually seeing things and that house lived up to every expectation i had in my head and exceeded them at certain points as well 100%. What do you think's the best part in that house? Uh, honestly, not even some of the scare moments. It's like when, you, when you're coming, spoiler alert, but not really, when you start coming across the kids because it, it's, it's the attention to detail is the things that I love about all of these houses. And it's the fact that like when you come up on Dustin, it looks like Dustin. When yeah, you come up is. on Finn, Finn Wolfhard, <laughs> and I'm not calling him by his name in the show. I'm calling him Finn Wolfhard, the coolest name Ooh. in Hollywood. But when you come up on Finn <laughs> Wolfhard, uh, he looks like Finn. Like the every little attention to detail, and I like that's kind of that 
little moment of like you can kind of let your guard down in that house and it's cool to kind of just be like oh wow look, look at this it's like i really am here with these kids as they're looking for will right now yeah no the scariest moment in that house for me was the sheriff telling us to get out and i was like you're not even a demigorgon pal yeah he he did kind of pop up and i uh, cause a ah! <laughs> oh wait you're not supposed to scare me you're supposed to save me Damn right, it. <laughs> right. Well, those were the the houses we reviewed today. Yes. Um, Would you say we're going to do the scare zones now? I think I think we got three scare zones we can cover, and I think we can uh, do them uh, fairly. I think I think at least one of them we got to spend some time on. But the first one I wanted to talk about was the harvest because. Uh, I still, to this day, not really sure what I walked through with the harvest. <laughs> I, I, I know, yeah. I, I, I know what they were going for, but as a scare zone, you know, the old barn holds horrors from each house. Foul creatures lurk between the hay bays. Uh, it, it just, it was, it was there. It was, it was there. Well, this is the one at the front, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, this I, one, this one, and another I, one I like... that we'll cover in the next one. I'm like, eh, they, they were good, but. Well, this is this is what gets me about the harvest is that uh, you know because we got to see some of the um, facade stuff uh, yes. before before the night, and I was like I was coming up with my own thoughts of like what they were going to do. So when you saw like the poltergeist uh, part of it, I was like, oh cool, maybe they'll have a clown walking around. Yes. And then I saw the Halloween four. I was like, ooh, there's going to be a Michael. So in my head, I was like, okay, this is the section where you could take pictures with all the, you know, the icons of each house. So, you know, you get a little cool memory. But then we walked through it, and honestly, I felt like all the creatures in it were just from Twisted Traditions. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's, and that was the other, uh, scare zone that I was kind of referencing for the next episode that I'm like eh, it, eh to me uh, it, it did it felt like they just spaced those two out like it feels like they really focused in on the houses obviously they really focused in on but as far as the scare zones go the three other scare zones outside of the Harvest and Twisted Tradition I feel really got a lot of attention and I was with you when I, when we first saw the whole setup for the Harvest I was like oh cool this is this is going to be that icon section where you get the pictures with them where you get to see a lot of the stuff from the houses and it had some cool stuff there but it was it, it just it 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 felt lacking especially for the first one that you if you're walking through the gates that's the first thing you walk through yeah, I think, honestly, if I had to say there was one disappointment out of the entire night, this is that disappointment. I wish I could have gotten a picture with Michael Myers. I <laughs> wish the clown would have scared the crap out of me. I wish oh. Eleven or a Demigorgon was walking around taking pictures. Yeah, I just I, have I, a Strangers Thing character like, out there. Right, exactly. So I just, I, I don't know what they were going for. I just feel that was just a misstep, but not not a huge misstep. Yeah, this thing, this this scare zone isn't gonna exactly you know ruin your night if you go and you're like, oh man, I don't like Halloween Horror Nights anymore. Like it's not gonna do that right, to you, right? Uh, it's still I mean, effective. at least it had scare actors yeah, because it's I've been in zone. haunts this year that have had zero 
scare actors so at least there was that yeah they're scare actors there's some cool stuff they're people on stilts i i I got a cool yeah the pumpkin stilts men were you know they were creepy looking they were creepy looking but that's kind of really what it is you know what actually the more we talk about this and i start thinking about it the more i go i don't like it now but i take back my statement of if this is the first thing you see when you walk in it's a good mood setter yes it's a light mood setter Yeah, no, and and what's really funny is, like, when you sit back and look at it, yes, I get what you're going for, and it's not horrible. It's just not what I thought I was going to get. No, not at all, but what we did get, and what I thought we were going to get, and it definitely came through and succeeded, was Revenge of Chucky. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. God, you and Brooke and the little one lost me for a good, uh, I want to say it was like 15 minutes. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And this was later on in the night. And you all were like, where are you? And I was like, I am in Revenge of Chucky just watching Chucky literally roast the audience right now. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's, it's such a great idea of a scare zone where Chucky has taken over all these toys that we've grown up with and now they're like mutilated and disgusting and they're evil and it's such a great idea with the theme being 80s. Yes. And Chucky being an iconic horror um toy from the 80s like it was just perfect and I enjoy the fact that instead of just having Chucky running around with a knife and scaring people it's a legitimate like show where he's talking to the people and making fun of them and it's classic Chucky that you enjoyed Uh, oh there was uh, he was he was fire it on all cylinders like this scare zone to to just kind of put you in it you walk into it and there is a stage set up uh it's near uh where is it near it's right near the exit to the monster show uh, yeah, so, it's by the the horror show that they do during the day. It's where they have all the icons yeah. uh, stand out there and take pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there where the icons take pictures. He The stage is set up. Somebody's obviously working this doll, but he is able to witness the crowd, interact with the crowd, talk to the crowd. But around you while you're watching this, you have G.I. Joe's missing limbs, all, uh, Barbie dolls that are trying to stab you. Uh, and it's not just Chucky that's set up as well. There was the side stage for, like, the evil game of, uh, oh, what was that game? Where uh, you Operation. The Operation, yeah, the evil Operation. Uh, there were the, there were the cool set designs as well on the other side. There I, was like, um, Easy Bake Oven. Thank you, yes. Where someone was cooked and killed. But did you notice on the Operation game, you had to see it where like the doctor would pull out something and move and it would squirt liquid at people. I did because I was sitting there and recording it and some woman came up right next to me and I knew that it squirted and I saw where on the ground it was squirting to. So I was a little bit to the left of it. This woman Mm -hmm. walks right onto the spot where it's squirting and I have it on video still. The guy looks out, he sees where the girl's standing. He goes and he does the hand in the body thing, steps uh-huh. away, and she has her phone out and is recording this. And directly into her face and all over her phone comes some water. <laughs> and I just start laughing. I, I just, because I, I'm like, I should have told this girl, but I wanted to see her get wet. Like, vindictive me at Horror Nights was like, I want to see this happen. <laughs> so I need this uh. to happen. 
Uh, but yeah, that You're was the type of guy that's watching a car crash and like you can't no. move because no. you want to watch it. No, I'm not that evil. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just just at Universal Studios is where the evil comes out in me, and especially when Chucky's there. You know, I want to see what right. they're doing. But uh, he he was great. Uh, he was so much fun. That scare zone is a fun little side stage show. I call it though. Right. Right. And then there was another stage show that we're going to talk uh, about right now. Oh, uh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> uh. um, this one <laughs> is legitimately, it was neck and neck with this and uh, Scare Zone we'll talk about next week. But this was neck and neck, probably the most I was looking forward to to a Scare Zone and one of the most things I was looking forward to, period, and it's Vamp 85, which you're in New York City and vampires are taking over while uh, there's a New Year's Eve party going on in Times Square and you're going to watch the ball drop while also vampires are taking over. Like, how awesome does that sound? Uh, it sounds awesome. It sounds amazing. And when you are there, it is just as good as you think it is. Uh, this was so much fun. This is like, it's it's not a break. Like I would, I want to say like, oh, this is a scare zone where you can hang out in and 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 feel safe and and have a break. It's not. It, it's a scare zone where you might get a break for a couple minutes because they're doing something really exciting, like a dance or performing for you. But the moment the leader of the the vampire says, "All right, feast." You better get some moving in that scare zone because they are coming and they are not stopping. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I know you got a good scare in that scare zone. Uh, Brooke got a good scare. The little one got a good scare. I got a good scare. Every one of us got a great scare in that scare zone. Yeah, no, they did a really good job of making it feel like a party because they yes. play popular music all over from the the 80s, the early 80s, and they even give you dance shows, like you said. And there's even a, another stage right down the street where it's a dead rock band. Like yeah. The microphone is shoved through the lead singer's uh, chest. You know, arms are missing off the drummer. And just really awesome like visuals throughout it and it's the longest scare zone that I've seen because it stretched all the way from like New York all the way to San Francisco where um the Fast and the Furious ride is and oh that ride what I oh, well, let's not get into that <laughs> we're not reviewing um, the rides <laughs> the scariest thing at Horror Nights is the Fast and the Furious yeah, ride seriously that will be the scariest thing you do <laughs> But what I really loved was the ball drop moment because, like, that was when so you get close to that, huh? That was so much fun, the ball drop. Yeah, like, it's really fun how they're leading in with dances and stuff like that. But if you notice, there's, like, a TV reporter with a camera yes. walking through talking to people. And then the lead vampire who looks like a run DMC dude takes her on stage and bites her. And she's becoming a vampire as the ball drops. Like, yeah. it's so awesome because, like, oh, I get it because you kiss your lover yeah. on the ball drop and he bit her neck on the ball drop. Like, it's just so awesome. I could have spent probably three hours just sitting there. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's how enjoyable that section is. And I could really 
see why like so many people dug this area more so than like something like the harvest uh and i and i'm with you on that because again from the just the simple fact that they're playing popular music of the 80s so you hear some acdc you get some uh, you get some of the horror music themes in there as well they do thriller dance off for you at one point like but the thing that really took me is because we spent a lot of time in there it's not really exactly the same show every time they kind of switch it up slightly here and there and they do a couple things like yeah thriller's a part of it kind of if you go through it you'll probably see that a couple times but I felt like it was slightly different like it just wasn't a repetitive every 20 minutes we're doing the same thing every 20 minutes it's the same routine like oh the ball dropped go scare them come back we gotta do the same show like if the show felt slightly different every time yeah no you're right because they played thriller that one time and then when we came back they were playing that ACDC um thunderstruck or something yeah it was um yeah so like yeah they they keep it active and fresh as much as possible they did such a great job i was so happy at that moment to be at halloween horror nights this year because everything that i was looking forward to paid off and everything that i was just like okay that'll be cool paid off as well yeah, and I'm with you on that. A lot of the things, because, you know, the fear every time you go is, oh, I'm really excited for this. Is it going to live up to my expectations? And that's that's a lot of anything in life, you know, even even the upcoming Halloween movie that that opens right. that's open in theaters this weekend. Like, I have an expectation and an excitement for that. Will it actually succeed at living up to that? And that was a lot of the fear with this year, because, again, between Stranger Things, you know, being the first announcement to... Revenge of Chucky being announced, Vamp 85 having this like, oh, I really hope that they nail this party thing. And they do. And then some of the stuff we haven't even talked about yet were things that I was like, ah, I'm not, I don't really know. I don't really know. And I walked out and I was like, my goodness. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, (laughs) I think there are things that we haven't even discussed yet that are just like, Wow. Yeah. I did not expect this because the type of thing it is isn't even I, I didn't understand how you would make a freaking house about it and you destroy my expectations and just made it the best in the world. Before we go, I have a weird question for you. Okay, I have a um, weird answer. So you brought up Halloween coming out and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that, you know, they've kind of gone in order with Michael Myers. Um, with their houses because like this year's Halloween 4 which oh. we'll talk about next week and you know two years ago they did Halloween 2 and two years before that they did Halloween okay. but Universal's releasing a new Halloween movie this year isn't it kind of weird that Halloween Horror Nights didn't have a lot of advertisement for this movie I you know that is a little weird because Universal is uh, they are on board they are one of the producers they are you know it's their uh, it's their property <laughs> so right like the, even the in the there. Blumhouse yeah it's a Blumhouse movie yeah like uh, that's really the only connection to it is that us the audience walking in there goes well there's Michael over here and four Blumhouse is on this side of the place they've teamed up with Universal for a new Halloween movie uh I'm kind of with you on that. It is a little weird that there's nothing there, but at the same time, it is the 80s theme. They're going for the 80s thing. Uh, I do I do want to say to you, though, you mentioned that they've gone in order on these Halloween movies. I don't remember them doing a Halloween 3 house, though. 
Oh, yeah, because, you know, it sucked. Uh, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> uh, disagree. Uh, and any of you out there, please feel free to comment and let, 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 let Zach know. Okay, but here's my thing, though. And you heard me when I first brought it up. I said they followed the Michael Myers story <laughs> where they've done Halloween 1, 2, and 4. But from and you know I didn't get to do the Halloween 2 house but they definitely had it in this one and the original Halloween house which I did get to go through they have the trick or treater masks for Halloween 3 in oh. each house oh dang it I didn't notice that in the Halloween 4 house that makes me very upset now that I did oh no that. yeah I thought you did I did not I wish you had pointed that out to me I don't oh, remember so what sorry. I was distracted by at that point because uh, so sorry. We'll we'll we'll, di we'll dive further <laughs> into that house though in the next episode, which will be coming yeah. out in one week from today. Uh, but I gotta say, for this first edition of Haunters, we definitely covered a lot here, Zach. Between slaughter, oh, yeah. seeds, Blumhouse, trick or treat, Stranger Things, Harvest, Chucky, Vamp eighty five, like that's just episode one. Right, we exactly. Still, we still got a whole <laughs> nother episode of Universal and Halloween Horror Nights. We'll be talking about the Halloween Four House, Poltergeist, uh, Carnival Graveyard, Scary Tales, Dead Exposure, as well as Killer Clowns and Twisted Tradition Scare Zones. Plus, uh, there was that show as well that we'll talk about <laughs> next week. At some point down the road, Academy of Villains. Maybe next week, maybe it'll get its own standalone episode it might have to because <laughs> i feel like we both have a lot to say we do we do uh and and you know it's spoiler alert for that it might not be all bad so don't think if you like that show and are listening that we're just gonna destroy it it might be good maybe i've said too it much <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers, but maybe not a spoiler. Maybe I'm trying to swerve you. Maybe I'm M. Night bringing it back to M. Night. I'm, I'm giving you a twist here, okay? Expect a twist. <laughs> you know what? Out of all my years of doing a podcast, I really never thought I would have gotten M. Nighted. <laughs> <laughs> you just got M. Nighted. <laughs> Well, on that awesome, note, man. on that note, uh, Zach, you have a fantastic week, my friend, and I will talk to you in one week about all those other houses, scare zones, and the show that did exist at Universal Studios Halloween Horror Night 28. That's right. You have a good one, my boo. You too. We will talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, my friends. I have no idea why I said that. <laughs> Stay scary. <laughs>